0: Welcome back to another episode of Runewalking in Modern Times. I'm Ken Edwards, your host, Runewalker, author, shaman of the Northern Traditions. It's been a few weeks, and my apologies for that, but life just seemed to have a lot happening for me, and uh, it wasn't uh, in the cards, so to speak, to be able to put out. Podcasts for the last few weeks, so I'm back today, and I hope you all made it through our sowen ritual, our sowing time of year. Um, we are in the darkest time of the year if you live in the northern hemisphere, and it's a little confusing to me. Um, I want to get up early and I want to stay up late like normal, but uh, that is not necessarily the case. So. I hope that we all can be listening to our internal clock, our internal body, our internal um, instinct and intuition when it comes to how much rest do we need at this time of year? Do you need? Might be different than me. If you're interested, um, that was my short weird segue. Um into this week, um Sunday se- September, November 19th, I will be doing another room panel um with uh Bryn and uh Faro at uh We Witches 3, which you can find on Facebook, and we will be doing um, a room panel, um, streaming live. So that should be fun. If you're interested, um, head on over to, uh, the We Witches 3 Facebook page in Magna, Utah, and, um, the event is being hosted by them. So it'll be fun. Again, this Sunday, I believe it's at, um, 4.30, I believe it's at 4.30 PM mountain time. So Uh, You're all very welcome to attend. Now, um, I will also say to you that I've never had a set. Okay, my very first set of runes uh, was purchased um, from a probably new Renaissance bookstore in Portland. And um, they were on stone. and I've also had another set of uh, runes made for me on Mookite, um, but, which I love Mookite, um, stone, but, um, CJ, pardon me, at We Witches Three is one of the We Witches Three. And, um, CJ, uh, introduced me to Larsenite, which is apparently, um, petrified wood. And so uh CJ, I had CJ um make me this beautiful set of runes on um arsenite, which I'll maybe put in a picture here. Um they're beautiful. Um I figured I, I've always been connected to the tree and to wood more than stone. And so I thought this was kind of a really interesting and beautiful um, combination of um of all of that. So um, I look forward to using them. Um, as with Oracle and Tarot decks, I don't w- read with them usually. Um, but anytime I get a new deck, I always shuffle the cards and I ask it to show me um how it sees me. Um, and Um, that way I kind of know where our relationship is, where my relationship is beginning with that, with that deck. Well, I did the same thing with, um, these today. Um, and, uh, the one I picked was Gar, which was pretty, pretty fucking accurate. Um, and so, um, on the picture that you'll see of these, you'll notice that there are red dots on them. that's because I, I blooded them um, today. So, anyway, yeah, beautiful larsenite, petrified wood, uh, set, well, with 33. So, if you're looking for a set of 33, um, you all know that I've mentioned Jared in the past, um, uh, Rowan Wolf Runecraft. Um, now CJ from We Witches 3 can make those for you as well. Um, and, um, I can also make commissioned art, or well, art, but also uh, commissioned rune sets. So, um, if you oh, pardon me, all, a little bit of allergies. Um, if you are interested, any of those sources are great. Now. Let's see. Where should we go from here? Um, I will tell you, I recorded this once. And the sound was really shitty. So I said, we're not going to do that. And uh, quite possibly it was because I had the wrong... Or maybe, let me rephrase that. I didn't have the best information that... um, for you at this time. So, uh, I will say that the last three episodes were meant to be, I pulled runes asking about what we need to, what skills do we need to develop next year or t- to develop to encounter and work with next year what what are some good skills and um, three things, three rooms came up and I pulled um, a tarot card uh, from the Giant's Tarot by Raven Caldera uh, and I also pulled um, a card from uh, an Oracle deck um, that I use quite a bit um because i i just love it um and so it was such an intense piece of uh of information i was going to break it up into three episodes but um let's let's just see real quick um if i need to Go back to that information or if we need to just start with a new poll um so it's going to be a yes no question um if you don't have a yes no form of divination for yourself you probably should get one um i have a bag of beads um of various colors of beads that i use during soul map readings and so um those i use um um for a yes-no divination, which actually works pretty well. So the question will be, um, do we go back to those three runes I pulled previous and look at those skills for this episode of Rune Walking in Modern Times? Wrong question. Um, okay. So, let's do this. I'm just going to pull runes for this episode, uh, which will be um, published on the 15th of November. Um, yeah, I feel like that's appropriate. Let's just pull runes for this episode not um, and not worry about that for now. Uh, however, I do think that will be coming back around. Uh, let's pull from the oak deck. I need to get a bag for the beautiful um, larcenite ones. Um, I need to make it, so I feel like I do need to sew it so that it's reinforced for the weight of of these which isn't super heavy but um i did have a bag come apart recently so all right what should we talk about in this episode one we should talk about flow um if And wandering and meandering and aimlessness. Those are all okay and those are all good things. Um, We need those times. It allows for us to experience new possibilities without being so highly directed into one spot. Alright, so let's see. I'll move the larcenite back. Okay. Four runes. Um, two face up, two face down. Um, and just to remind you, the face-up tend to be um, – oh, I shouldn't do that, huh? That's a bad hand gesture in other countries. Sorry. Um, to face-up, uh, any of them that are face-up generally are more specific. Uh, Face-down tend to be the underlying current for me. If they came out of a bag, I believe they came out of the bag for a reason. So uh, we're looking at uh, Fehu and Dagaz. as face up, which let's just go ahead and throw out there that it's the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, the omega if you're looking at the, the 24 Thuthark. Uh, and it also, the funny thing is when I, when I saw Dagaz, I immediately was taken to Winter Solstice. It can Its connection can be to... Um, Traditionally is summer solstice. However, um, I do see it as both of the solstices. And in fact, I do see it as actually more of a connection to the dawn of the winter solstice because that's when the sun is coming back. And because this room connects to dawn and things getting brighter, um, after the darkness, I do connect it a little bit more to winter solstice. Um, so. Management of resources or worth or value, um, and solstice, so, which is not far off. Let's look at the underlying currents. We have oak and kenaz. So, oak being a rune of um, the oak tree, sovereignty, uh, enduring. Grounded strength, rooted strength, not pushing. Uh, Kenaz being our way to see in the dark. Um, With Ak and Kenaz together, um, it's very much about um, functioning as your own ecosystem and being able to guide yourself or understanding that you have the guidance system within you and uh, yeah so now having, having an understanding that the underlying current in this is that you will be or we will be um, getting more into um, I don't love the word sovereignty Um, and it's being your own, being um, responsible for yourself, accountable. uh, You know all of these these things, and realizing that, like an oak tree, you can provide an ecosystem, um, or you are the ecosystem, I guess. So, and and really getting to know to know you. What is your what is your Kenos? So, if that's the underlying. On top, based up the more specific things are going to be, Oh, of course, um, say you, um being self-worth, Fehu being, or Fehu being, um, how do you value yourself? How do you, um, what kind of value do you place on yourself, which is super um, appropriate. And we just came out of Samhain, uh which is the end of the year. Um, we're now beginning the the new year. Now, Samhain is, um, the third harvest. Um, and so now, um, we've put up our harvests for the year to get us, um, through the winter. We've saved some seeds so that we can plant again next year or that, um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, but we can't plant immediately. Now is the time for us to go internally, for us to um, figure out what it is that we need and um, want and desire um, from a very instinctual perspective. and intuitive place, a very natural place. And think about that. And how do you what do you value? What do you want? What what resources do you have? Going back to Fehu. What resources do you have that will get you into next year and get you um, producing next year? What the things that you want to produce? So Right now, um, we should be taking stock of our assets, um, and I don't—I don't just mean money. I don't just mean your 401k. I—I I mean relationships. I mean um, creative projects. Um, for instance, me—you know—the the, the book is out and about now, and um what what does that look like for next year? um does that parlay into other things? does that translate into new new and different things um how or can that be part of uh of this new crop of next year right? so it can be a lot of different things. your assets just aren't your monetary things um especially when we're talking about Fehu being value. Um, So between now and um, winter solstice is a very good time for you to go inward and be really getting connected to um, your own strength, your own roots, uh, your own way of seeing in the dark, your own kenos, your own inner knowing, and taking stock of all of the things that if you are your own oak tree, you have... um, The acorns um, uh, for fodder, for animals, you can provide wood, you can provide shade, you can provide shelter. Um, You have all of those things already in you. Please listen for the metaphor. Um, You have all of those things in you. You have the possibility of all of those things. And go internally, take stock of all of that. and do that between now and and um, winter solstice. That now is the time to do that. Um, I have a sense that because the quickening is uh, usually around you know February first for us in the northern hemisphere, um, the quickening will be when things start to peek through, right? So we have time to, we don't have to hurry and get things in the ground now. But we need to know what we want to plant. Um, famously, Ingrid, in the book, if you want to plant, if you want to harvest barley, you have to plant barley, you can't plant corn. So what is it that you really want um, to do and want to plant next year? So uh, ne- to harvest next season? So, interestingly enough, I feel a bit like we should pull for the Southern Hemisphere as well. Hmm. So, that was Northern Hemisphere, folks. Southern Hemisphere, which is your spring moving into summer. Again. Oh, okay. So, two up, two down. Uh, the the ones that are up are uh, Berkana and Yira. So, Berkana meaning uh, gro- the mother, the, the root of the mother, um, growth um, really. Uh, a a rune of discernment as far as what do you care for what do you call Um, and Yira being reward after hard work um, you're now just beginning uh, agriculturally and possibly personally your own season of planting uh, and Uh, taking care of and harvesting so everything that i talked about for the northern hemisphere folks you've already done right like um you've already been through um quiet time the internal time the figuring out what you want time now it really is um uh, putting the work in into what it is that you want um face down are Oh uh, 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 hmm. and Therizaz. So Rhido is a rune of movement. Oh, okay, this kind of makes sense. Um, um movement forward, spiritual ascent, um, journeying, Therizaz, a rune of chaos, destruction, storm. Um, what you're heading into sorry, let me back up. The work you put into and knowing what to care for and what to call. Um, um, I have to get the words right. Hang on. (laughs) Um, There's a certain amount of. So I'm going to reference back to the northern hemisphere. The northern hemisphere was a very deep rooted Ak strength. Um, this feels a bit like the things that you are. The underlying current of your growing season are going is going to be influenced by a, a need to be able to move um a need for adjustment um flexibility maybe that's a great word um there's going to need to be some flexibility in in it um meaning um i don't know for instance like planting something that's a little bit more drought tolerant um and that's just the thought off my head because that's where i live um, in a more of a desert place so um, but also, um, things that, that that are able to withstand the storm. Um, now, yes, I'm talking in agricultural terms. If we pull it out of the term, out of the, the agriculture um, metaphor, and we're looking at your own plans and your own ideas and your own goals. What we're looking at is um constantly caring for um you can't just um plant it and leave this season. It seems like um what you're going to be looking at um right now specifically i guess maybe not the whole season but you've got to you you've got to be able to make adjustments and move um setting uh digging your heels in and saying no this is how i want to do it this is how it's going to be done is not going to um that will actually lead to this thurizaz it will lead to the, the falling apart and destruction of it all um but if you can if if you can um learn flexibility if you can learn um to be able to um pivot when you need to and make adjustments that's going to be that's going to best serve you um right now um although i do feel like um weirdly enough this is kind of a a thread that will continue throughout your whole Spring, summer into fall uh, for you in the in the um, southern hemisphere, twenty three into twenty four. Um, yeah, you need to be able to pivot. You need to be able to say, "Oh, that's not working. I'm getting i'm 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 getting rid of it, and I'm trying something new." Um, instead of saying, "Oh, well, we'll just wait and see how it goes." Because um, you'll lose, you'll lose your crop. It takes much more. This year is going to have. It's going to be much more of a. I really need to tend to the things that I'm doing, which then also lends itself to. If you know you're going to have to put that much work into it, you probably need less projects. You probably need less acres to plant because you won't be able to care for it all so slow it down Hmm. that was cool that was fun i've never um i've never really been prompted to do that before so um yeah so that was cool um yeah anyway i hope you have enjoyed today's Rune walking in Modern Times, our little look into uh, the runes and uh, our conversation and our dance with them today. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your support in any way um, that you see fit, even if that's just the thing. I appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't, um, don't forget runes. Experience and Gnosis of a Modern Rune Walker. My book came out October 1st and uh, is available on runewalker.com, um, also amazon.com, um, Barnes & Noble. Um, I'm finding it in a few other places now. Um, they're calling them used, but I think I, I hope no one bought it and then gave it away, but I don't think that's how that works, right? It's like buying tickets for a concert. You never buy tickets from the venue you end up buying tickets from the people who purchase them from the venue. Um, so I think that's it for me for now. Again, thank you. And as always, may your weird be filled with health, wealth, strength, and virility.